This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ABC Church. If it's your first time here, we give you a very, very warm welcome. My message today is simply called Jesus, Light of the World. Jesus, Light of the World. I don't know about you, but the world is a very dark place without light, isn't it? Have you noticed how dark it gets when the lights are off? Have those of you noticed sometimes when you're fumbling around in the dark and you're making your way, because how many of us turn the lights off and keep the lights off to go to the bathroom at night? Guys, put your hands up. And how many of you, usually ladies, you put your lights on to go to the toilet if you raise in the middle of the night? How many of you do that? Okay, you just need to do it in the dark. You know the way, just go all the way through. Because when the light comes on in the middle of the night, what does it do? It just, bang. But darkness is a terrible, terrible thing. Some people have fears of darkness. Hands up those of you here who are scared of the dark. It's strange, there's few people that have fear of light. But what happens when the light disappears? And when it gets dark and we all kind of stand in the surroundings and different things happen, maybe the power cut comes or things happen and it all goes dark. Can't see a thing. Sometimes we can't see our hands before our faces. That's how our universe was at one time. If you read the opening two verses of Genesis... The Word of God tells us, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And He said, let there be light. And there was light. And it came and it lit up the whole of the world. You can bring the lights up right now, Lee, so we can see what we're doing this morning. The world is a very dark place when there's no light. Can you turn me to the two passages of scripture that I want to share with you this morning? The first one is to be found in John chapter 1, one of my favorite passages of scripture, where it says this, In the beginning was the Word, says John. And the Word was God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of of men. I'll read that again. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And I'll shoot to verse 12 for this lovely passage, uh, this lovely verse that says in the passage, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Fabulous, isn't it? Okay. And then could you turn me to an unusual passage of Scripture? Again, we're in Luke chapter 1 this time. We jump into Luke's account of the Gospel. And this is a song that Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, sang. And the song that he sings ends with this unusual verse that I want to point out to you in verse 79 that says this. And I'll read all the last part of the song, which says, speaking about Jesus, the song, it says, 76, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. 
and you all go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. Sorry, this is referring to John the Baptist, yes? You will go on to prepare the way for him and give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. And guide our feet into the, peace, into the path of peace. What is the sun? The sun is our star. It's the nearest star to us. And so when we see the star in the east, and if you listen to Emily's message on podcast last week, great message for you to listen. She talks about us being a light, about us being a star in the world. But the light that's come to us, the life that is in us, has come from the greater light. It's come from the light of the glory of God that is lived out in Jesus Christ. In fact, the passage of scripture that uh, Sarah read to us at the beginning of the service from Matthew chapter 2 talks about the Magi. Not the wise men, the scripture calls them the Magi. We think they were wise men, we think there were three, the Bible doesn't say there were three. We think there were three because they brought gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But the Magi stands for, if you look at the root meaning of the word, sun's rising. Isn't that interesting? So they, as people who are the sun's rising, go to see the star in the east, the sun. That's what a star is. Bright, bright glowing suns in the universe. And our nearest star, 93 million miles away, is our sun. They come Wise men of the light, people of the light, following a light to come to see the light that has come into the world. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not. And I don't know about you, but I'm always fascinated when I look up into the stars. Hey, you guys. I'm going to show a video right at the end of church. We haven't got time to show it in the program. But if you hang around um, after we pray to close and just watch this video, it'll blow your mind on how big our universe is. Do you know that light travels at 186,000 miles a second? It is just incredibly far. And when we talk about things like light years, we think, well, you know, how long is that? You know, how, how much time is that? It's an incredibly long amount of time, but we seem to reduce it when we talk about light. And the light has come into the darkness, the natural light that we see around us. And the picture that we are taught in the Bible is that just like light itself in the physical way came into the earth to light up the world, so Jesus Christ has come as the light of the world to light up the darkness. The video that we watched just now was looking at all kinds of travesties and evil that is happening in our world. I'm sure like me, right at this moment in time, your heart breaks for the pictures that we see in Aleppo right now. Isn't it? Our heart breaks for what we see. And you know the question that I'm asked the most as a minister is if God really loves us, why does he allow those things to happen? Well, I want to tell you, it's not God that makes those things happen. It's man. 
We could alleviate poverty tomorrow if we would just all work together and just share what we have. There's enough food on this planet right now to feed the world over three times. But God has given us a free will. He doesn't want robots. So he's given us a free will for us to make choices over whether we want to be people of the light or whether we want to be people of darkness. So as well as talking to you this morning about darkness and light, I want to talk about the godly reflections of those which are good and evil. The Word of God teaches us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16, this wonderful passage of Scripture that says, But God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And we can look and see the babe in a manger. What a plan, eh? What a plan. God didn't send Superman. Well, he kind of did. But he didn't send some kind of superhero. Well, yeah, he kind of. But not the superhero that comes in a, a big kind of leotard type thing or whatever they do. Not a, you know, not a, the Incredible Hulk. Not the, I don't know, name me some superhero, Superman or whatever. I'm trying to think of all the, the kind of the heroes that we see on the films uh, these days. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder, Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Okay, some guys are thinking very creatively in church this morning. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. God sent us a baby. A baby. I mean, what kind of stupid plan is that? How can you send a baby? The baby was the light of the world. And the baby was born and lived a sinless life. No evil in him. No wrong in him. And that baby grew and taught and did miracles and touched mankind in a way that history records in an incredible way through the scripture. And then he was cruelly crucified on a cross. The light of the world extinguished so we could have life. Power over death. And there's this interesting verse that I want to point out to you right at the end. And we have this picture again in Psalm 23 in closing. But it's this. Back to our verse, Luke 1, 79. The rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. Shadow of death. Have you heard that before? I've heard it before. I've heard it before in Psalm 23 where the psalmist encourages us, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You see, the ultimate destiny of sin, the Bible teaches us the wages of sin is death. That's the result of it. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the reason that death just becomes a shadow rather than real power, and the reason we proclaim those words at Christian funerals, O great death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Because death is only a shadow because of the light that's come into the world. The light of the glory of God reflected in Jesus Christ that has come to us. So why is there so much suffering in the world? 
I'll tell you why there's so much suffering in the world. Because men choose to do their own thing. Because we choose to do our own thing so often. And in closing on Aleppo, we hear so often, don't we, of people, or I've read so many posts on Facebook this week, blaming governments and blaming everybody else for what's going on in the world. Do you know, in the words of the great theologian Michael Jackson, I would say to you, if you want to make a difference in the world, take a look at the man in the mirror and then make a change. Because the reality of it, there's all kinds of evil that's in our hearts. And we have a choice today that's reflected in the glory of God, in the light of God that comes through us, through Jesus, to say, what kind of life will we live? As I close, I want to give you an offer this Christmas. I want to give you an offer to ask Jesus, the light of the world, to come in. But before I do that, Liana is going to come and sing for us a wonderful song called Oh, holy night, the night when Christ was born. Can you listen to these words? They'll be on the screen so you can follow. But I'm asking you once, instead of having the Mariah Carey version going around in your head, maybe that you might be used to, I'm asking you, just read these words for the incredible night when light came into the world to change the lives of mankind forever. Thank you, Liana. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's Three love the weary 
long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared my soul felt its worth light came into the darkness God who said let light shine out of darkness made his light shine in my heart he made the darkest of times he made death itself just a shadow because of his light and my question to you today is for that day that we looked forward to that the carol writer writes of the time where the world was in sin and error that time is no more because of Jesus he died and rose again and is sat on the right hand of the Father on high right now and wants to know you and me he wants his light his life to come into our hearts this Christmas time should we pray let's close our eyes everyone let's bow our heads as we do so this year again we give an invite as we do this time of year again to everyone guest or otherwise at this church we are quite clear here at Ammonford Bible Church and what the Word of God teaches that there is a God who sent us his son Jesus and he came into the world to suffer and die so that we might have life in all its fullness so that his light might come into our hearts the Bible teaches us that if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness you see the light comes and pushes out the darkness good comes and pushes out the evil righteousness comes to push out sin and we can come and receive forgiveness of sins right now for all that we've done some of us live with regret some of us live with guilt some of us live with shame for the things that we have done and the things that we've said but we can find freedom in Christ today if we believe and confess so together we're going to say a prayer the church we're all going to I'm going to say a prayer and you're going to repeat after me and if you want to ask Jesus Christ into your heart this Christmas and to make him Lord and Savior of your life I'm encouraging you to follow this prayer with all of us in the church as we all say it together repeat after me father God we thank you for Jesus we thank you for the light that came into the world we thank you that that light was the life of men and as we lay hold on that life in faith today I ask you come into my heart come into my life forgive me of my sin Lord I repent I turn away from my own ways and I promise to follow yours from this day forward
Amen. As every eye is closed, if you prayed that prayer this morning, we'd love to give you a, a New Testament and some literature to take away with you. If you prayed that prayer this morning, would you just indicate to me, show, you, show me your hand, raise up your hand and put it down again, and I can give you some literature for you to take away with you this morning. Thank you. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your grace towards us. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you that he came into our lives and transformed us. And we thank you, Lord, as a church here in Ammon for the privilege that we have, Lord, of living here. Lord, we thank God we're not in Aleppo today. We thank you, Lord, that we're not in many places that we could be in today because Jesus, the light of the world, came into this country. And set values and principles, Lord, for us to love our neighbor and to love you. And Lord, although we feel that these values are somewhat undermined these days, we thank you for the time of peace and the privileged life that we live in. But at the same time, Lord, we pray for those in Aleppo right now. Lord, those are suffering, those are starving, those little children. Oh God, will you intervene, we ask? Lord, will you send Christian workers, aid workers, the UN, will you, oh God, bring peace to that place? We come against the work of the enemy there. We come against ISIS and all of its wicked, evil ways seeking to destroy its own people, Lord. We come against them in the name of Jesus Christ and ask that the glory of God, that the light of the world will shine into that place. And Lord, this Christmas, we ask that the light of the world will shine into our families, will shine into our towns. For the lonely, for the homeless, for the lost, for the weak, for the vulnerable. Oh God, help us not to be so selfish this Christmas that we only think of ourselves. But Lord, as some of us this evening, are com are coming, this, this tea time are coming to spend some time with the elderly here at the church. Oh God, that we might be the light of the world to others. That we might live as Emily encouraged us to be a star for you. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Ruth is going to come uh, to the front with all the children. It's the time of year that they... This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 596000.